welcome to Honest Money, your best guide to financial freedom. I'm Warren Ingram, the author of a few best-selling books, and I'm also an award-winning financial planner, and I've helped thousands of people on their journey to financial freedom. I'm not here to tell you what to do, but I am here to share my experience and the best ideas that I've learned, and I hope these ideas help you on your journey to financial freedom. In this episode, we're talking about preservation funds. We're going to try and explain what they are, are they good, are they bad, how it works, and, and kind of demystify all this jargon around, around preservation funds. So today I'm talking uh, with, with my business partner, Theo Forster. Theo, let's kick it off. What, what, what are these preservation funds? Warren, I think the question around a preservation fund, it's, it's a smart, difficult word, but it actually, it's the money that you saved at an employer, and when you leave the employment, where do you go with that money? People want to take that money. They want to say, I'm leaving. I've got the opportunity to take my money. There's cash there. I can have the cash. Why is it detrimental to take that cash? So, so this is probably one of the big travesties of our, of our, whole, of our whole employment and retirement system is we, we come across so many stories of people who change their jobs so they can access money inside their retirement fund. And often they'll just quit their job just to get the money in their retirement fund so they can pay off some debt, but they don't even have a new job lined up. And that's really devastating to your financial freedom. So, so I think the, the, just, to, just to explain what a, what a preservation fund is, when you are working and let say you're working at a, at a normal company and they're contributing to a, a provident fund for you, which is your normal retirement fund. Uh, they, 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 when you decide to leave that company, you have the choice of, as you say, you can take all the money out of your, your provident fund. Uh, and I think that's a really bad idea. I don't think there's, I, I can think of almost no good reason from a financial planning point of view as to why you ever access the money in your retirement fund until you've retired. But as a starting point, you are, you are able to take money out of the provident fund when you when you change jobs. Now, now the issue there is if you if you take our point that you actually need to keep that money invested, then what you're allowed to do is you're allowed to move it from your company provident fund somewhere else, and that could be to a, to a, a retirement annuity or it could be to a thing called a preservation fund. And all it is is a retirement fund that's now controlling your investments for you, so you actually have a bit more d- decisions as to how you're going to invest that money, but it still gets invested as any normal retirement retirement fund and it's there um, for the purpose of giving an income stream when you're no longer working. So the first time you'll you'll be able to access that money without paying huge tax is at your age 55. And I think that's the important point there is if you take that money before the age of 55, you're going to pay massive income tax. It could be as high as almost 45% of the of your retirement fund. What does that mean? If you've got 100,000 rand invested in your in your company provident fund and you change jobs, you're going to lose 45,000 rand of tax. You're just going to give it away and only get 55,000 rand. It's, there is no investment that's ever going to help you recover that. So it's a really bad idea to do that. So if, that's, if that destroys wealth, because the, the problem is, and I'm going to go get back to your example, the problem is if, you, if you've got 100 rand, 100,000 rand, that's your money that you saved, and you pay tax and you end up with 55 rand, 55,000 rand in this respect, there must be a massive growth rate on that or cost benefit on that to even reach again the 100,000 rand. Just think about that. You nearly have to double your money. So, so to go from 100 down to 55, to get back to 100, you almost have to double. It's, it's really difficult to do. So it's one of the big mistakes that people who are employed – 
this is one of the big mistakes they make is time and time again, they change jobs, they cash in their retirement fund. So what a preservation fund does is it says, hang on, let's, let's keep that invested. Let's keep it growing. You can change jobs. You can start a new, um, you know, a new retirement fund wherever you are working and you carry on with your preservation fund. So, so it's one of the questions we get a lot is why do I have to get a new preservation fund every time I change a job? The reason is because the law requires that preservation fund to, to isolate the money that you had in your last company provident fund and it must be moved to something that's controlled and regulated because that's important so that you don't pay tax while you've, while you've changed jobs. So there's a whole lot of tax and regulatory issues around why you need a new preservation fund every time you start a new job, but you do. That is the answer. Okay, so, so let's let the advice to me is it's a dumb thing to take the cash. So let's say it's a dumb thing. I mustn't do it. Correct. Just from a practical point. Um, the steps, how should I go about it? What's the smart thing? I know what the dumb thing is. What's the smart thing and how does it work? What's the practical steps and what must I be careful? Okay, so so I, I like, the, um, I mean, lots of companies offer preservation funds. So the, all, the, all the big insurance companies offer preservation funds and a lot of the big unit trust companies also offer preservation funds. And to me, I like going into the unit trust companies because I think they don't charge you big upfront fees when you go in. So that's our first big point here is be careful of dealing with a company that's going to charge you a big upfront fee to move your your company provident fund let's say to a preservation fund and suddenly you're paying three or four percent upfront fee so get away from the the upfront fees when you make that that change uh, and so that's the first big th- big thing is look at a unit trust company or something that that that's quite simple and easy to understand uh, what you want to do is you want to pay fees on a on a pay-as-you-go basis you don't want to pay fees upfront so so don't be fooled into upfront fees at all so th- that typically means unit trust companies are are, are your route once you've gone into a, a, a preservation fund what happens is your company that you have just left the the human resources they will usually say to you what do you want to do with your provident fund sadly most of the time the first option they offer you is to cash it in don't do that you don't want to cash in what you want to do is transfer so let's say you go to the unit trust company and you say i want to create a preservation fund with you they'll give you the forms that you need to fill in for that you take those preservation fund forms to your your employer and you and you complete those with the employer so it's quite a simple process nowadays to to do that it takes a couple of months for that that provident fund to transfer to your preservation fund doesn't mean that your money is not going to be earning growth it still will um, earn growth but th- then it'll kick off in the new place and you'll have a new account there if you change jobs three or four times in your career, try and keep all of your preservation funds at one place. Because if it's at a unit trust company, company, for example, what they'll do is they'll charge you lower and lower fees over time the more money you have with them. So don't try and open up five different preservation funds at five different companies because you never get the bulking benefit of consolidating your, your preservation funds at one place. And you'll only realize when you're 55 or 65 when you retire the value of this. And we see them time and time again People with old, long-term preservation funds are much better off than anybody else. Exactly. So if you're listening to this episode and, and you take our point about, about preservation funds and you stick it out to your age 55 or longer, you can buy us a coffee one day. Thank you for listening to Honest Money. If you have any questions, you're welcome to reach out to me on Twitter. My handle is at Warren Ingram. Don't forget to subscribe. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Chat soon.